Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What Happens in the Woods is a true crime podcast. We discuss events that are often violent in nature. Listener's discretion is advised. Mate, what wanker wrote this? Have you heard this podcast? Jess just drones on and on, talking and talking, blah, blah, blah. Bryce just says, okay, and uh uh-huh. Don't get me started on Mara and Olivia. Shit, we're still recording? Bryce, cue the music. Welcome to WTF Wednesday. Half an hour of true crime stories. It's the finest in fuckery. Now here is your host, Jess, with true crime stories that'll make you say, What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah. Excuse what? you? I feel like I've like sat down and participated just to be attacked. <laughs> oh, welcome back to What the Fucks. What the fuck? What the fuck? Hey, everybody. What am I even here for? You've totally like robbed me of my intro. Apparently, I drone on and on. Don't even get her started on Mara and Olivia. Mm. Oh. Mm. My bad. I love the honorable mention. I knew that there was some fuckery afoot. I knew Uh, that you were going to pull some bullshit. And girls, you had to be here for it. Mm. Yeah. He was like, you have to be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, hi everybody. Hi, oh, welcome. What's up? Welcome back to the series that you know apparently everybody has been waiting and plotting for. <laughs> what? When did you pull that little gem out of your ass? <laughs> oh, like a month ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard I'd hired Miss <laughs> Bayless on Fiverr again, who did our UK disclaimer and she just continued on with it no she's very cute that was yes. that was cute she is. Mm-hmm. I, I i love your work but <laughs> i'm i'm very upset with my husband right now <laughs> <laughs> all right well yes we are back with all of the fuckery that we can find for wtf wednesdays and as you may have already guessed this is bryce's favorite part of our podcast what, what? um He's been looking forward to this for months now, obviously. And you haven't? I, <laughs> I because I am at a loss as to what you're going to find to do. So no, oh. no. The uh, anticipation of the fuckery has pretty much sustained you, I think, through the regular season. Pretty much. Yeah. Yes. So here we are finally. And um, as you heard 
we have <laughs> Mara and Olivia back with us. Hello, girls. Hello. Hello. It is it is tradition. So this is the time honored family time of fuckery. <laughs> we we are so excited. As you can tell, Mara is with us by phone via phone. Yeah, I'm on phone. Yeah, she's from, uh, she's currently traveling. <laughs> currently it traveling. So fancy. You are it's so fancy. important. You are. It's so important to have you teleconferencing with us for the fuckery. I mean, to be fair, Olivia did it first. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so for those who don't know, WTF Wednesdays are kind of shorter weekly series we created to share some stories that don't make it to our regular season. And these are stories that will leave you saying, what the fuck? And if you love these, you know, these stories, the series like we do, make sure to check out the What the Fuck merch on the website. All right. Are we ready? We're just going to dive right in. Are we ready to get I'm into ready. some stories? Yes. Yes? Always. Okay. Let the fuckery begin. Da, da, da. Oh, do tell us your fuckery. Yes, I will. We're going to start off with a great WTF story from right here in Washington State. Oh. So yeah. if, I, if I were to say Forks, Washington, what would come to mind? Big Twilight. Forks. Big Forks? Yeah, I don't know. Twilight. Twilight. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Land of vampires and wolves. Oh my God! Who the hell cares? Oh. Big forks. Yeah. Big forks. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this does not involve any vampires or wolves, but two Forks, Washington men decided that they needed to supplement their income, and they did it in a very odd way. So Troy Crandall and Jose Salinas were found on state land. Um, the Department of Natural Resources land on October 22nd in 2021. And there was a man who was deer hunting on the land. He kind of raised some concerns with authorities after he was hearing chainsaw in the woods, which if you're on state land, you shouldn't be hearing chainsaws. Oh, no. (laughs) And there were definitely no state workers nearby. The hunter then proceeded on you know, throughout he's leaving. Um, and he found a parked silver car sedan alongside of the road. And nearby that were some blocks of freshly cut cedar wood kind of close by in a ditch. And he was kind of assuming, you know, I heard chainsaw. These look freshly cut, definitely not state workers. So he promptly called the authorities. An officer for the Department of Natural Resources showed up soon after and found Crandall and Salinas a few miles past a gated road on the land near a wood bridge. This bridge that they had been dismantling with their chainsaws from underneath. (laughs) Not even just, you know, on one side. They just started underneath and were taking out huge chunks of wood. So the officer comes up, you know, and he's like, hey, what y'all doing? And they claim they were cutting up the bridge to sell the blocks of cedar for money because they were, quote, hungry and needed cash. 
So but you your, have a chainsaw. Your first thought was to go into the woods and dismantle a dismantle bridge. a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So after inspecting the bridge, the officer found extensive damage that would have caused, like, if a car had gone across this bridge, eventually the the bridge would have failed. It wasn't. It was kind of like a ravine, so it wasn't like you know it was miles of of deep, you know, ravine or anything where. A, People would have lost their lives, but, you know, it, it would have caused some damage. So apparently he saw that the girder on one side had been uh, sawed completely apart. So there was no bracing. Mm -hmm. And then on the outside span of the other side, it was completely gone. So the cables that were holding the bridge together on that side were just dangling. So it was no longer a stable bridge, basically. So, of course, both men are arrested and the wood, along with the chainsaws and other tools, were taken in as evidence. And Crandall allegedly told the arresting officer that he was the mastermind behind this whole scheme and he took the blame. But they arrested uh, Salinas for participation, you know, and apparently Crandall to the officer, quote, this is corporate bullshit. This bridge is rotting anyway. So he just kind of felt entitled, I guess. You stupid. <laughs> and the first the first thing that I picture is in um, Tucker and Dale versus evil when the sheriff shows up and they're like, Heidi Ho, officer, <laughs> we've had a doozy of a day. And, and if you guys have not watched that movie, please do. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, we can't be yeah. friends. <laughs> please go out and watch that movie. That movie is is epic in so many ways. Should I dare say? It's gonna be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Oh yes. That movie is legendary. <laughs> it is Ladies legendary. Netflix needs to bring that back. Or just yeah, buy it. That they took it off. They made an error. Just buy it. That was an error in judgment. You it is worth it to purchase it. You will rewatch it multiple times. It is it never gets old. So these two men were arraigned in November that same year and their lawyers tried to argue that, you know, this wasn't a violent crime. It wasn't a sex offense. So they really should be granted bail money. However, the judge was not having it because 63-year-old Troy Crandall had a history of 15 prior warrants and a history of not showing up to court. Mm. So his bail was set for $50,000. And 42-year-old Jose Salinas had 94 court warrants. Oh, 94. my God. This is Where were they a, hiding? Yeah, this is not a um, contest, you know. I, apparently, he made it a contest. I guess. Um, although his attorney claimed he would personally see to it that his client made his court appearance in January, the judge quickly said, and how will you accomplish that? And basically said, the fuck you think I am, stupid? <laughs> He's not showing up. If he didn't 94 times, you've lost your mind. You can't guarantee that your client's going to show up. So his bail was also set for the same amount of money. So as I'm reading this, I'm asking myself, and you may be asking yourself at this point, why were these two fuckers out in the woods cutting up a cedar bridge? Well, apparently you can sell this on some sort of lumber black market 
to mills that will use the cedar chunks to make the shingles out of it. Did you know that there's a black market for lumber? No. No. Neither did I. Well. It never occurred to me. Well, that's what we're here for, educating. Right. (laughs) Now you know. And now you know. There's a black market for cedar, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Right. We're not encouraging it. Don't be caught on government property trying to cut cedar. Not even trees. Fucking bridges. (laughs) Fucking bridges made out of cedar. I've never heard that this was a hot commodity, but like you said, we're here to educate. And what the fuck do I know? Nothing. Absolutely nothing about cedar lumber. So the damages to the bridge were estimated to be over $20,000. While the stolen wood was valued at only three thousand dollars, hmm. I really don't think it was worth it. No, I I just really don't. After pleading not guilty, Crandall was charged with three felonies. So I mean, these aren't just small yeah. offenses. Yeah, yeah. First degree malicious mischief. Which, before I die, can I just say I want to be accused of malicious mischief? It sounds phenomenal. I want that. Okay. <laughs> well, then you got to go. You, you got to go, go, cut, to some go cut some cedar bridges. Right. But I also need to to intend on, you know, the other first degree charge, which is trafficking in stolen property. That also sounds interesting. And then the second degree um, charge of theft. He was sentenced to 17 months in prison and fined over $20,000. So while he could have made $3,000, he ended up paying 20 and, you know, 17 months of his time in in jail. Yeah. In prison, actually, not even jail. Oh, prison. Yeah. He went to big boy. He went to big boy prison. Yeah. Big boy daycare. And he's 63. Like, at 63 years old, don't you have enough fucking common sense to know not to do that? Yeah. Stop it. Get some help. Okay, honey, you don't have to use every one of those I do. It's been in this episode. I do. You really don't. I do. We, we can leave some for other episodes. No, no. We have five more. Oh, there's, there's so much more here. I'm sure there is so much oh, more because no. you've had months to plan. But I'm just saying you don't oh, need no. to use every button. Oh, my God. As you're... okay um uh salinas also he pled guilty and was sentenced to 12 months in jail and a 20 dollars fine um after 94 warrants i find it hard that they couldn't have found something else to keep him in jail a little bit longer but maybe they did and i just don't know I'm sure they could at a 94. Uh, at a 94, something had to stick. Something got to stick. Yeah, just keep throwing. It'll stick. Yeah. All right. So our next story comes to us out of Colorado. Um, this was also in the fall of 2021. And I'm sure by now everybody's heard these stories of the fake COVID vaccination cards being sold and, and circulated. This one caught my eye because of how cocky the counterfeiter was about his work and how proudly he told people where his cards had circulated to. So Robert Van Camp, a 53-year-old businessman from Colorado, was on record as saying, quote, pretty fucking nice, huh? I call them a work of art. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Too bad for him. He said that to an undercover federal agent at the time. Yeah. He was also very excited to relay that he had sold cards to Olympians who went to Japan, which is not confirmed, but yeah, the, uh, the possibility is there. And also other uh, countries, people going to other countries like, um, you know, Caribbean countries on vacation. They were trying to get on their cruises. Yeah. They had to be, you know, proof of vaccination. Couldn't go without it. Um, also about 12 or so other states in the U.S. Apparently the quality of his work was exceptional because he was using the quote real paper and even perfected the CDC's logo on his cards, he would charge around $175 per card. Oh, my gosh. And he's reportedly sold hundreds of these. Jeez. Yeah. After being arrested, authorities found a handwritten list of names in his home trash of who he had sold to. That's where you're stupid. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Handwritten list. Handwritten. <laughs> like it, <laughs> it was on your property. And now they have your, you know, they can do an analysis of your handwriting to see if it matches. How are you going to get out of that? You're not. That's stupid. <clears throat> you always burn the evidence if you don't know. Okay. <laughs> now you know. Now you know. Some of these people on this list were even current federal employees. So over the course of the investigation, he sold to four undercover agents. And each time he bragged about his uh, cards and how they were quote worldwide. So Van, Van Camp claimed to be making the cards because he was quote in the middle of a fucking war. And I have a lot of guns and ammo like an arsenal. I don't know what that means. I don't know if he's actually talking about guns and ammo or if he's saying his cards were like guns and ammo, like arsenal to fight in this, this war. I, I don't know what he's talking about. I don't claim to understand any of this. He would refer to the cards as gift cards. And that was how people would contact him to make, you know, to process the transaction. They would ask for a gift card and he would make them a vaccination card. Apparently, there was an unnamed co-conspirator who had sent him a copy of a blank card electronically. And this person supposedly had top security clearance in the government. So somebody's in a lot of trouble. And they will not name this person. I don't understand why. But if they have top security clearance, that I understand. But I feel like if you're that idiot, then your name should be out there. I don't know. So he's arrested on charges to defraud the U.S. and traffic counterfeit goods. And he's going to be appearing in court on May 10th, actually here in Seattle. And I guess this is just the closest federal court. I'm I'm not sure why it's here because he lives in Colorado. And it's either here or San Francisco. Yeah. So I guess there's that. So we may have an update soon for you guys. There have been a total of 21 other similar cases with the amount of over $149 million that has been connected to fake vaccination cards being used to get money from the government, you know, programs or pandemic assistance programs since the vaccination cards came out. $149 million. 
Wow. Yeah. Next up, we have something that was a very high profile case a couple of years ago in California. Um, and it re- recently was back in the news. So in 2016, Sherry Papini was found on the side of I-5 with like restraints around her waist oh. after being missing oh, yeah. from her home in yeah. California for several weeks. So she disappeared on November 2nd, 2016, after being out on a jog about a mile from her, her home. Her um, iPod or iPhone and her i what are they called? Airbuds. Airbuds and iPhone were found after being pinged by her husband. So about a mile from her home, they were found on a, a like a nature trail. She then just mysteriously reappeared on Thanksgiving Day, just a couple weeks later. So supposedly she was released from her kidnappers that morning at 4.30 a.m. in Yolo County after having been taken by two Hispanic women whom, you know, conveniently she never saw the faces of. Okay, after how, being long, found, wait, how long was that? Three weeks. Three she weeks she never saw their face. She said that they wore masks or she had her head covered right. the entire time. Okay. Good story, bro. That's what she said. After being found, um, she told police that she had been branded on her shoulder. It was supposed to be some kind of Bible quote from the book of Exodus. Um, There is like reports that she was branded, but it's, I don't know. Like Like they won't show any pictures of it. Like a Bible quote though? Yeah, like a whole ass quote from the Bible. To like have it branded that's a lot of that's extensive work i don't, I don't know. know who would be able to like do they go letter by letter that's what I mean. did they make the whole brand like they do for cows like how it's just one iron piece i don't i don't know how you brand somebody a bible quote not tattooed no i know branded so yeah. or they took one of those like the wood burning tools mm-hmm. and and wrote in cursive on her back. I don't know with it. I don't know. That's a whole ass Bible quote. It's a whole ass Bible quote. And I mean, if anybody has read the Bible, the book of Exodus is kind of wordy. Yeah. It's very wordy. Um, I, I don't know. It was also claimed that she was physically abused, that she had lost significant weight and her hair was just chopped off during this time with her kidnappers. Her husband, Keith, claimed on Good Morning America that he was shocked at the sight of her in the hospital. He claims that she had a bruised and beaten face, a broken nose, and that she was down to 87 pounds. I don't know what she weighed before this, but apparently, I mean, under 100 pounds, if you're a certain height, that's not good, obviously. But I don't know how tall she was. I don't know what she weighed before the incident. She could have only weighed 90 pounds before the incident. I don't know. So the Shasta County Sheriff, you know, they were working with other interstate agencies from, you know, surrounding multiple states because during the time that she was missing, they were looking for her as far away as Michigan. The FBI was involved and they had uh, reports that she was possibly in Michigan. So this was definitely a nationwide search and involved a lot of different agencies. She had a lot of resources out looking for her. For those three weeks. And they started coming up with evidence that there was some shady shit. Like things didn't line up and match up. So she claimed that there were two Hispanic women 
who drove a dark SUV and were armed that had kidnapped her. No reason why. I, who knows? And she, there is evidence that she gave or, you know, a statement that she gave on the abuse that she sustained while she was in these women's custody. Um, it didn't, it wasn't substantiated by her. It, they started to begin to believe that her, her you know, the bruising and everything. Apart. Well, the story fell apart, but it looked like all of her wounds were self-inflicted. Oh, really? Yeah. What oh. if she just went on vacation and then was like, oh, shit, I got to go back. Let me just beat up my own face oh, well, real quick. I'll, I'll get to that. That Yeah. yeah. Right. That's coming. I heard some shit. Yeah. So, you know, they're, they're looking for these women. They had over 20 search warrants where, and they were, were getting, um, you know, phone records. They were getting, um, bank account statements they were searching a good amount of people and were looking into multiple people wrongly accusing people of you know kidnapping this woman so of course they do testing on her clothing and it was either possibly a rape kit or body swabs of some kind because they found both male and female dna on her body they also found male DNA on her clothing that was not a match for her husband and the female DNA on her body was not a match for her. They ran the samples in CODIS, but nothing came of it until March of this year when the DNA was matched to an ex-boyfriend of Sherry's. Ooh. So James Reyes, who's a resident in Southern California in Orange County, confirmed once they found his DNA that she was with him the entire time. So she just up and decided to hook up with an ex. Maybe possibly a woman too is in there. Cause there's some DNA of a woman on her body. Um, yeah. My question is who beat her up and how did she starve herself to lose weight like that in three weeks? Drugs. She was hooked up with her ex. Drugs. I say drugs. I maybe Nobody has alleged her any drug activity, but possibly. I don't know. Um, Apparently, this is also not the first time that Sherry had staged her own abduction. What? Oh, Oh my God. God. So a friend who was interviewed by Heavy.com stated that she did something similar in 2006. Um, I, I will just add, this is an allegation. It's not, you know, there's no definitive proof of any of that, but that was what a friend had stated when she was interviewed about all of this bullshit that came out. So fast forward to the latest breaking story in this case, just this past April, Papini was in court in Sacramento where she pled guilty to lying to the FBI and staging her own kidnapping. She is not stating why she did this though. She's playing the part of, you know, I'm so sorry. I know what I did was wrong. She's very tearful and and timid and meek and, you know, answering the judge with a, a no, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I, I, I get it. You're sorry. You're sorry because you done fucked up. Yeah. You're not sorry because of what you've actually done. The amount of resources that they used to find right. her in her time of crisis. You know what I mean? It's. It's just so fucked up because like yeah. real people are missing right. and you're staging your own shit. It's just like, come right. on. Yeah. I yeah. just want to know like what goes wrong to the point where you're like, 
well, shit, I guess I just got to fake my own kidnapping. <laughs> well, and, and yes, that is kind of my question too, is does she need mental health help? That yeah. That's oh, yeah. probably evident. Because it's not the first time she's done this. Yeah. I mean, this is a cry for help. And, and however you look at it, whether she was hooking up with this guy for drugs, whether she just was done with her marriage and she wanted to leave, whether she was having a mental crisis episode, whatever it is, she was. this is a cry for help. This is a huge cry for help. And unfortunately, it costs people a lot of time and money and resources. Yeah. And it's costing her, you know, her freedom at this point. So she will be paying back restitution in the amount of $300,000 and she will be serving time on the charges of mail fraud. I don't know where the mail fraud came in. I don't know. I can't find anywhere. Well, because she had to mail the notes. Oh, I didn't see that there was a note. She had to mail like the ransom or. Oh, there was a ransom. I don't know if there was a ransom, but if she, she had to send something via mail and yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, so charges of mail fraud and lying to law enforcement. I don't know, though, how she's going to be paying back $300,000. Government don't care. No, they don't, don't care. care but what, I mean, yeah. The charges could result in her being in prison for, you know, the lesser amount of 8 to 14 months. The maximum term can be up to 25 years. Wow. Yeah. So she is scheduled to be sentenced in July. So her husband is now filing for divorce. Good. He, yeah, he wants custody of the two children. I, I know, right? Why they got kids? They have two kids, young kids. They're both, I think, like under ten years old. So they were little when this happened. Damn, they're gonna be fucking traumatized for years That's now. Kind of right. He states that he's worried she is not mentally stable. I, which I think, again, is evident. And Obviously. Wants, he wants nothing more to do with her. He claims, quote, she has not been acting in a rational manner, which is the nicest way I've heard for saying somebody is cuckoo kachu. And yeah. their young children, quote, should not be subjected to the traumatic chaos if she attempted to take actual custody. I mean, he's 100% correct. Yeah. She obviously needs mental That's health. Sad. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, I kind of want to research that further because I have forgotten a lot of the, when that hit, I remember, you know, being like, what the fuck is going on in Redding, California? Yeah. <laughs> you know? I just um, thought, I also thought like she was affluent. You know what I mean? Like she must have been well to do and people were like, oh, let's, let's right. snatch up this lady. and Right. She's a cute little blonde white lady. Yeah. Yeah. But like now you're just like, oh, shit. Okay. I don't think that was the case at all. No. Yeah. And and there's a lot of details there that I like I I really don't remember if there was a ransom note or not. But I mean there must have been, you're right, to have the mail fraud be be in there. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I just if you don't like your life, then change your life. If you want to divorce, divorce your husband. If you are addicted to drugs or you are having a mental crisis, seek help. You don't have to. The fact that you beat yourself up and somebody branded you to cover up the fact that you were just down in L.A. on a three week booty call. I don't. 
like why would that be your answer yeah yeah no, why just, wouldn't you just be like oh yeah i left i had an affair yeah, like i'm out yeah why you gotta go so far as to like lose all that weight right. beat yourself up i don't think it was that she i think stress can do that to you you know what i mean now she has to face reality that she has yeah. to come back yeah she probably lost a ton of weight she's wow. probably like oh thinking and that brand it could have just been her doing it over her shoulder you know what i mean like she yeah because it's it's definitely blurry like i there's no pictures anywhere but it all the reports of it that it's it's supposedly a bible quote so it but first off it's weird how do you know it's a bible quote if you didn't do it you know what i mean like Oh, it's a Bible quote. Well, how do you know it's a Bible quote, right. lady? Well, yeah. I'm just wondering, like, were the the two, you know, quote unquote, two Hispanic women that kidnapped her, were they fanatics, like religious fanatics? And they're like, we're going to put the Bible quote on you. Yeah. Like, were they making her do it daily prayers or something? Like, I don't understand. Was it a cult? I don't know. Probably says something like, fuck bitches get money and she's too... <laughs> She's too scared to show it off. So she's like, I'm a good Christian girl. Christian Bible quotes on my back. Oh my God. She's fucked up a tattoo she had. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. (laughs) So her idea was to brand herself. She got a really bad tattoo. Well, you know. And then she had to cover it up. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I really don't. It's, uh, it's just an interesting story. I don't Isn't know. That it is something. So on one last note, I want to talk about everybody's favorite psychopath mother, Michelle Notek. <laughs> yeah. We covered her in an episode in our second season. No, it was the finale for season one. It was. Yeah. That case was a fucking roller coaster of emotions for yeah. me. If you have not listened to it, go check that out. I will warn you, though, it is very disturbing. It's corporal punishment. She she had a hand in killing multiple people in the most horrific ways, and she was abusive to her children. This case is one that will stay with me for the rest of my life. I think about it quite frequently. And today... June 1st has been marked in my Google calendar for over a year as the date that Michelle Notek will be released from prison. Oh my God. If that is not the ultimate, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know what is. The fact that this woman is being released does not sit well with me. However, due to her plea deal with an Alford plea, she has essentially admitted to nothing and will not have served the time that many feel she deserves to for the crimes that she is accused of committing. And because this is pre-recorded, this episode, I don't know the outcome of this yet, but you better believe that I will be letting everyone know when I do, because I want this woman to have no peace in her life. I, I am thoroughly disgusted at the system and how this played out. I'm disgusted at what she did and how many lives she ruined. And I hope that she suffers for it for the rest of her life. So when we know what has happened, I will be letting you know. Hopefully next episode. But we'll see. And with that, we're going to wrap up our first what the fuck for the season. 
Thank you all for your participation in this fuckery. And there will be a special, extra special, extra, extra special Florida fuckery next week. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. We could not escape it. However, Texas is quickly becoming the Florida fuckery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I can believe that. Yes. So... (laughs) I will have I will have an extra episode of fuckery next week for everybody. Yay. So yeah. Yay. Are you happy, Bryce? Are you happy the fuckery is back? I'm just happy to say fuckery again because that's my favorite word. Yeah. You're not that excited. I'm not excited at all. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I'm just scared. What else do you have in store for us? Oh, there's more. I know there's more. No, I know that wasn't it. No, that's it. That wasn't it. That's it. He's a liar. He's lying to you all. Don't don't believe his lies. Don't believe it. All right. As always, guys, we'll be back next week. But until then, stay safe and stay out of the damn woods. Stay out the woods. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.